Welcome to the HFL show with me, Ian Ald. A short and snappy show this week, of course. Football is still suspended in the Highland League and across the majority of the uh, lower leagues in Scotland across the country. However, there are still things happening in the league and the big news this week is Craig Stewart was revealed as the new Devonville manager, former player at Prince Royal Park and he was coach and assistant manager to Stevie Dolan. He was caretaker manager for one game against Keith at home in the absence of Stevie Dolan. But now, this week, he's been made manager on a permanent basis. So sit back and enjoy the next 10 or so minutes in the company of New Devon Vale boss, Craig Stewart. Craig, first of all, congratulations on uh, getting or well, being announced as Devon Vale manager uh, this week. It's kind of been the big news story in, in Highland League circles anyway. Uh, first of all, Craig, just talk to us about your your emotions, you know, you must be proud being uh, being made manager of Devon Vale, having been involved in the coaching setup of the last couple of years, and also you, you played for the club as well. So you've kind of gone full circle. Certainly have, Ian. I um, I kind of had a couple of stints at Devon Vale. Um, I way back, um, it's making me sound really old. I'm, I'm not that old, <laughs> um, but no, I had, I had a couple of stints early on um, in my playing days. Um, and then obviously I came back and, and did a wee bit of, um, well I actually had another wee spell we, we went uh, the, the youth set up in the, the 20s at one point mm-hmm. um, and then I obviously came back and we, we dipped um, and, and chose at the time um, and that's kind of been four or five years I've kind of been there now so it is, it's, it's went full circle and, and I am proud and delighted to, to have been offered the, the opportunity um, and, and I think it's a, I think it's a good time for for me um, in, in my career to uh, to be given that opportunity. So um, no, delighted delighted with the appointment and and just kind of wait to, to get going really. Yeah, it's interesting. That was my next question to you. Um, you'll be champing it a bit because I spoke to a couple of guys uh, during the first lockdown. Gary Manson, for example, at Wick and. You know, he got made. I think he got made the Wick manager in the in the July, but the league season didn't kick off until November. You know, he it must have been champing at the bit, and you'll be the same as well. We're on a kind of a suspension just now of the the league season, but um, you know, you'll be desperate to you know to get going and, and working with the players as now officially the manager. No, definitely. Um, it's, it's strange times. I can only imagine how Gary feels being in in July and. And they really getting off off the ground. Um, I hope so. From my point of view, that's not the case, and we've, I've not got to wait so long to to get really into it. Um, the, the lockdown does is give me an opportunity actually just to, to maybe get my house in order a wee bit, mm-hmm. um, and and kind of certainly the, the boys will be training um, as what well, I'm saying as normal. They'll, they'll have their own their own programs to follow um, every week, so. Um, but no, it's it's frustrating, and, and you really just want to get back into you know, training together and travelling together and, and and playing together. That's for sure. Um, but we just we'll just have to wait our time and and, and see if and that happens again. Yeah, I suppose good things come to to those uh, who wait. And as you say, there you've got that time over the next couple of weeks to kind of uh, you know take stock and, and and plan ahead. What are the kind of uh, ambitions going forward then for yourself uh, as manager now of Devonville. 
So I've been given a um, two and a half year contract, um, and and certainly the the goal. I think there's it, it's progress, and there certainly needs to be progress. Um, we're, we're a few players short of being where I would like to be at the minute. Um, but I think, to, to the club's point of view, the, the, the kind of ambition during that two and a half years is to really push to try and get into that top six um, and, and maybe get a, a good run in, in, the, in the cup competitions, maybe pick up a, a cup win, um, possibly, um, which which is, that's got to be the aim and that's got to be the, the goal for us. Um, Scottish Cup's important. Um, I keep I keep harping on about Scottish Cup, but it is important. Mm-hmm. Not just from a financial point of view for the club, but for the, for the players, it's a, a, a great experience, and and that's something that I'll be I'll be pushing for. Obviously, you need a wee bit of luck in the draw and stuff as well. But like I've said to to some of the boys regarding the Scottish Cup, there's nothing better than, than causing an upset as well. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of their, their ambitions, yeah, and just to kind of. Maybe pick up a cup. Certainly, try and get to the latter stages of the cup competitions and and try to push into that that top six in the in the Highland League. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you've had one game as caretaker manager in uh, since uh, Stevie left his, his post after after the the Scottish Cup tie. So you've you've obviously had a well, you're very familiar with the players anyway, and I suppose that's quite a good thing as well. You know, when when new managers come in. You know, there can be a wee bit of uncertainty in the playing squad, but at least the players know. You know, it's a familiar, familiar face and voice. No, that's right. They they know. I suppose they know me. Um, they obviously know me personally, but um, there is a difference between being assistant manager and manager, and um, and and they're well aware aware of that. And and things will there will be things that change. There'll be things that have to change. Um, but I just there was just a one game. I mean, keep it home. That was the, the first league game that I had in charge but the response not just during that game but the response in training since um, whether it be when we've been able to train together or whether it be um, across Zoom or whether it's them recording the rain runs and stuff that, that I've given them um, the, the response has been um, really good really really positive so which is encouraging it is encouraging Um but now it gives the players, they've got that kind of, they're not in limbo anymore, they're not sort of wondering who's going to be, who's the manager that be, they, they know, which which is good, good for them as well. But it's good for it's good for everybody just knowing and having that kind of concrete um, answer that, well, I'm going to be the man moving forward. We, t- we touched on the kind of lockdown um, scenario there. I mean, you've obviously spoken about you know, as as a manager, what you're doing to keep your players occupied as well. But over the last couple of months, I mean, it hasn't been easy for. Well, it's not been easy for everyone, isn't it? It's been everyone's had their difficult moments. I was speaking to Cami Keith last week, and we were just talking about, you know, things that you miss from before. You know, the restrictions come into play. How have you been over the the last couple of months? Because it has been totally different. How have you adapted over the last couple of? Uh, months since the the league resumed in November. There. Well, you've just got to you've, you've got to adapt to, to kind of the, the guidelines and stuff. It's it's in place and it is. It's tough. Um, again, one of the things that I high, highlighted way back was kind of the fact that there's no showers, um, even changing facilities at one point, and um, before the league actually started properly, even friendly games and you're turning up 
um, and there's no changing facilities. That's tough. That's really, really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, if we've got no option. You went supper, then you've got a you've got a kind of adhere to the, the kind of rules and the, and the protocols in place. Um, so no, it, it's it's been really tough. Even uh, I think Cami touched on it as well. Just that bus journey. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of players travelling in cars alone it's, it's so destroying eh? it's so destroying um, and kind of instead of maybe sharing a car or getting on a, a longer bus journey it's, it's especially at Highland League level these things are really important really really important um, just to be everyone together even training together at one point we were kind of training individually obviously we're back to that now um, but it's tough it's really tough for, for lads and it's tough for certain certain guys to actually get motivated um, and, that, and that's part of kind of my role as well players need to be motivated themselves but it's it's kind of my role to try and keep them motivated as, as best as we can until we, we hear some light at the end of this tunnel well, you and I both were, were all waiting like everyone else uh, associated with Highland League. We're just waiting on that uh, that green light yesterday's announcement or the was it Tuesday's announcement about restrictions lasting until mid-February uh, might yeah. might have some impact on that as well. But, you know, we, we said it, we mentioned it there, we're kind of cliched champing at the bit, but we're just all desperate to get going again. No, we absolutely are. Um, the players are absolutely champing it, but I hope it doesn't. I hope we are not restricted for too long, to be honest. Obviously, we need it to be safe for, for everybody at the time. It may just be a player's point of view, but kind of players' families and, and everybody connected as well. Um, but no, we are, we are kind of champing it a bit to get to get back. And I'm sure there will be ongoing discussion between kind of Iron League clubs and, and the SFA um, moving forward and, and see where we can go. I, I think... I think I heard Rod saying that maybe Iron League might be a bit of advantage that um, it's only a 15 game season. As mm-hmm. much as I didn't agree with the 15 game season when it was announced, yep. um, that wasn't that kind of what I was thinking at the time. It, it, it looks like a very good decision now, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. I think it will give Iron League an opportunity to maybe to get a league finished. And then I hope, I hope they are able to do that, um, whichever way they find best to, to do it. But I hope. I hope they do manage to do it. I wouldn't want to be in Rod's position and the, <laughs> the kind of league management committee's position at the minute. That's for sure. It's a, a tough, tough job at the minute. Um, but they're doing a good job to be fair. I don't think anyone wants uh, Rod's shoes at the moment. That's for sure. Um, St- no. Craig, we wish you all the, the very best um, for those uh, remaining games in charge. Of course, you've still got 12 games to play of this kind of shortened season. Uh, we wish you all the best for the rest of the season. And going forward as well, wish you all the, the very best of success at Princess Royal Park. Yeah, appreciate that, Ian. Jocks Talking Balls is the new podcast where four football fans debate the biggest talking points in football history with some hilarious results. Diana Ross scores that penalty. There's an argument for the greatest goal of all time because she breaks the goal. She literally <laughs> breaks the goal. Each week, there's a different topic where the four of us have to come to a complete agreement on a final top five. Okay, let's buckle up. It's going to be a long night. Tipso's not in. Ollie's not in. I'd put a cross through them yet. Oh, Ross isn't happy. He's not happy. And that's where our real opinions come to the fore. They're just a, a skid mark. 
mark on, on Highland football. I just hate them. They're just a shambles of a club. And when comparing the two, I just find Dundee mm-hmm. deeply unpleasant. Sit back and reminisce as the debate takes all sorts of turns. It's the craziest, the most amazing goal celebration that we'll never see. If it makes these two boys <laughs> wet the knickers the way it is now, then it has to be good. The back of that stand like has an asbestos warning. <laughs> I mean, come on, jeez. <laughs> the Jocks Talking Balls podcast, a must-listen for all football fans. Find us on Spotify and other podcast platforms now. Yeah, that would be worth listening to. I would love to hear that.